salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the fifth season of the Timeless Gamer, where the games and games grow older. Well, our gaming experiences will forever remain timeless. Your gaming podcast show brought to you by Pinoy Retro Gaming. And we are live now in Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For all of your, uh, for all of you guys who were um, finding us for the very first time, you can catch our archive videos of our previous shows by going to our YouTube channel, Timeless Gamer PRG. And you can also listen to us in Spotify, iTunes, Google, Apple Podcast by searching in Timeless Gamer. And this is our five time, five time, five time, five time, five time season here in Timeless Gamer. And we are doing our very first Halloween special, as you can tell. Uh, everybody here are doing their, um, uh, showing up their best. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> how's everyone do? Uh, how's how's the Halloween uh, over there to you guys? Uh, so ret- uh, so retro fix array. How's the Halloween celebration? I don't. I have no idea. Actually, first I uh, first uh, not usually of us uh, do for trick or treating here in the Philippines. <laughs> I like your costume, Sergio. Very I like it. And everybody <laughs> else, right? You know what? I was supposed to go green screen. Hey, where's right? your boots? Like, no, yeah, so where's I can have my bat wings on the back, right? And, and I forgot. Oh my god, my hair is green. So, so yeah, I dumped the green screen. So, oh, oh shit. Okay. Well, I have my wings here anyway. I'm good. And. Uh, speaking of Morgan, thank you again for survey retrofic there for doing our uh, for our thumbnail for this episode. Uh, for all of you guys who haven't really seen the thumbnail, you got Felicia and Morgan. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell who I uh, who I like the most between the two girls. I was, go- I, was I was going for Felicia, but you know, <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't that- find a big uh, a big hair blue enough and big enough. We're a family oriented. <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. It is a family-oriented it's podcast, a and, I wa- and I was considering getting a one-piece, uh, one a but nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Sir Dan will, uh, if Sir Dan can take it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little flustered looking at you like that. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, Dan. It's okay, <laughs> it's okay Dan. No worries. We already right, getting used so, to it. Uh, how about let's go one uh, one by one. So let's introduce the panel for tonight. Uh, for this tonight's show, Miss Anson Porter. Hello. Hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to It's the it's the screen. Serial killer, ghost face. Ghost face, yeah, ghost face. <laughs> yeah, I am ghost or, um, or the painting screamer. I don't know. <laughs> the crow. Oh my god, this is a crow. Sir JDM. Hey, what's up? Uh, it's All Gene right. Simmons, by the way. I uh, know. <laughs> it's Eric Raven. Or the crow. All right. From the crow. Uh, I, at first, I was, I was gonna take. Oh, is that Sting? Roasting. <laughs> All right. And Miss Honoka 99, Miss Charlene. Ooh, hello, guys. <laughs> hello. <laughs> I hope you guys are surprised with my mask here. Here. So, good morning, guys. Welcome here to the podcast here from Pinoy Retro Gaming. So, do give Pinoy Retro Gaming a follow here. 
really do appreciate for your love and support here, uh, guys, and hope you guys enjoy the stream and our wonderful podcast. All right, thank you, Miss Charlene, and of course, Winnie the Pooh. The <laughs> retro, the retro freak. Hey, Sir Ray. Um, hey, this is Winnie clear, the Pooh, guys. Blood and Honey. No, no, no. <laughs> just to be clear, guys, this is Pikachu. Oh, 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 I, 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 I thought it was Winnie the Pooh. I thought it was Winnie the Pooh. Oh my god! I thought it was the red shirt was a throwaway. It's Winnie the Pikachu. Winnie the Pikachu. Winnie the Pikachu. So Winnie the Pikachu. Winnie the Pikachu. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. So what's up? It's been a long time, guys, and hopefully you can. It's a horror special. My genre, my 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 bread and butter when when it comes to streaming. So enjoy, 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 everyone. And of course, the Prowler dress as the Prowler, <laughs> Sir Dan. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, um, uh, I've been moving out, so I didn't get a chance to sort of costume out. So I just come with a very naturally scary face. So. <laughs> All right, and of course it's me, Joe. Nah, that's enough introductions for me. So let's say hello to the chat 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 down there, which is the back of the show. I really love your uh, costume, sir, Joe. It's like Morrigan. I love dark stalkers. I love Morrigan. I love Felicia. Oh, I love I Morgan love so much. Uh, do you guys? Do you want to see what I'm wearing down below? <clears throat> no, don't. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. No, I was trying no, to find a uh, a purple leotard, but no, I can't find one. Uh, that fits. All right. Uh, so say, let's say hello to the chatatatat down there, sir JDM. Uh, who are the people down there at the chat? Say hello. Say hello. Yes, hello to. Sir Carlo Rave in Facebook and Tito Popoy Jeb Sardalia and one of my co-streamers uh, Hazel Navarro of Hazel Gaming. Hello, what's up? And on Twitch we also have Baruna Royka, one of our uh, regular viewers here in Timeless Gamer. Welcome, good evening, guys, and happy Halloween. I'm doing this <laughs> because she does this. <laughs> she does. All right, <laughs> thank you for that, sir. JDM. Okay, so for this particular episode, as we mentioned, is our fir- very first Halloween themed episode, and it was brought to us by Miss Honoka. And unfortunately, sir, sir Joel can't be here, and sir Carlo and sir Siebert uh, were both affected by by the hurricane. Mm. Wow, hurricane, not typhoon. It's hurricane. Parai. Um, so it's the uh, so they're being affected by the hurricane. Uh, power and internet are still quite down. So hopefully all of you guys who are being affected there in the Philippines stay safe and be sure to um, uh, be sure to prep up all of your rations. Be sure that you're ra- uh, you have a radio. Uh, charge up your radio. Uh, charge up your radios, your phones, and all that. Com- keep communication lines open and stay safe. Um, so in this particular episode, before uh, we. Uh, we we are pressed for time always, guys. So on this particular episode, rather than going with the with the popular title uh, with the popular gaming titles, we decided. Well, Sir Carlo suggested that we will do some uh, hidden gems that has horror ele- uh, about video games that has horror elements. 
So, we are not going to talk about the REs. We're not going to talk about oh, Resident Evils. We're not going to talk about the Silent Hills. We're not going to talk about the Clock Towers. We're not going to talk about the Fatal Frames and all that. So, all about hidden gems for now. So, you guys can be introduced or reintroduced depending on the games that each of the panel here will be presenting to us. Each panel are, of course, are very much welcome to name drop a couple of games in passing, but there, uh, we are only going to limit ourselves with only one game to further discuss it. For uh, to further discuss it, and before we all before we proceed to all that, <laughs> so a couple of um, a couple of games that has been well trailers uh, that have dropped in relation to Halloween. So Resident Evil and the trailer for the new Silent Hill games just came out. And to all of you, uh, to the panel here, any thoughts in regarding these games? Well, How about Sir JDM? Have you watched the trailers for the art, uh, Resident Evil and Silent Hill game? Um, honestly, I haven't um, watched the trailer for Resident Evil 4. Uh, that's the trailer right now. Uh, that's the trailer well, right this now. Is the fir- this is actually the first time I'm watching it. But I saw the screen cups of uh, the characters. Uh, yeah. Who's that guy? <laughs> well, um, I, I only saw uh, the screenshots of Leon and Ashley. I saw, I saw them in, the, in Facebook. And, and there's like a uh, little changes in the character design but what i was shocked was the uh character design for uh what do you, who do you call that that uh castellian guy that short guy uh, uh, i forgot his name the one who is in the castle he looked old older than he was on uh, when he was in the original uh, for all of you guys who are not aware, this is the remake of Resident Evil 4, right? How about you, Sir Dan? Uh, what you can say about the trailer? Um, I, I, this is the first time I've seen the trailer. I've, I've played mm. the original. I've got the original game, the yeah. um, Resident Evil 4 on PlayStation 2, um, and I think it's uh, I think it's an alright game. Um, but it didn't. Everybody seems to think it's amazing, and it didn't really snag me as much as it has done a lot of other people. Um, so I, I, for me, I've, I've just played that Resident Evil 7 too, uh, and, and that because it's first person works better for me because it is a horror game. Um, so but the, the trailer, the trailer looks good. I think it's, um, I think you know, from a, rem- from a remake, remastering point of view, it looks like mm-hmm. they've uh, done it justice, definitely. Uh, how about you, Aileen? Have you played that Resident Evil for the original one? Uh, first let me take this off. I can't read. <laughs> but yes, um, I I have to say I was able to play just the village part of the original Resident Evil 4 on PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. I found it difficult and kind of quit the game. But uh, seeing the trailer, I saw the trailer earlier. I love how, the, of course, the graphics are modern. You can see more textures. It's more eerie, darker. Um, I'm curious how they would approach the overall atmosphere of the game now that it's modernized like this okay <clears throat> how about you Hanaka? what can you say uh, about the trailer uh, about the remake 
I would say that was pretty awesome that they already created a remake version of Resident Evil 4. More graphics, awesome resolution here. So people can experience a whole lot more horror to this game so much. Just like the original version back on the PS2 version of Resident Evil 4. Alright. Alright. For me as a Resident Evil fan, it was a long overdue. The game was released 2005 and like what date this is like it's on 825 around 2018 18 i guess um before they managed to remake the game so i'm quite um excited for this one can't wait for november uh, march 2003 uh, 2023 uh, for the release so that's it. I'm just looking forward for the game. Not, uh, not quite excited for uh, the game itself, the mechanics, all overall. Yeah. How about you, Sergio? Resident Evil Four. If there's any, if there's one thing about this game, it, revolu- it revolutionized the the gaming library for the PlayStation Two. Of course, it's a big jump coming from the fixed angle. Uh, third-person uh, format of the first three Resident Evils from the PlayStation 1, from the very first uh, PlayStation, coming into this. So it's a different scenario, it's a different setup, it's a different, me- uh, it's different mechanics. It's Leon, of course. And if there, uh, another thing would be the, the set of characters. Uh, you got Ashley and you, get, uh, and you got Ada Wong, the, the, la- uh, <laughs> the lady in red. In regard, in regarding with the remake, I've uh, I've seen a lot of memes. I've seen a lot of screen ca- uh, screen captions, and out of all of the Facebook groups that I've been, uh, f- forget about the uh, the the other upgrades. They um, all of them are pretty much as uh, ecstatic that we are getting a a remake of Ashley. Or uh, to be specific on how Leon manages Ashley, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) right? On how he manages Ashley. Um, Hey, uh, with Sir Sir Carlos uh, Carlo asked there at the chat, can Leon shoot and move in this remake? Because as far as I can remember, he can't. So he sees an uh, he's running, he sees an enemy, he stops, points, aims, and shoot, and then runs again. So it's not like uh, it's not like your your typical first-person shooter where you can move and shoot. And to be honest, guys, uh, to be uh, to be realistic, uh, not to put some realism into this, but can you really aim and shoot while moving, running around? I mean, common sense would dictate you you'll have a better aim if you just stop and point and shoot, right? <laughs> but hey, that's just me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't play these kind of games, but that's just me. <laughs> Yeah, um, um, basically, the mechanics of this game is like on the remake. If you played Resident Evil 3 and 2, I2 and 3, and even Village, um, you can basically can coexist with the, this game. Uh, plus, uh, with the mechanics of this RE4, Leon has some additional um, action, uh, action, uh, action buttons like punch and kick. If you, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. just like in the regular, uh, the 
original RE4, they managed to add it on the remake. What is that? Quick, quick time action? Yeah, the quick time action. Quick time action yung, um, buttons he, like he, that. Uh, mm-hmm. He can... Um, he can actually jaw. Uh, he can actually kick and punch. The um, the uh, it's not the zombies anymore. Eh. Um, it's like the, the village, uh, the village people, the, the village people, <laughs> the, like the, the brainwashed village uh, anyway. people. Uh, that's it. So I'm looking forward for this game. And as a RE fanatic, um, can't wait for March to push through. Oh, is it yeah. in March? Yeah, March 2023. Yeah. Wow. That's next year. Oh, speaking of which, your um, so the very important character aside from Leon and and everybody else, the peddler. I didn't see the peddler. You know, the one who's selling the weapons. Wow. What are you buying? What are I mean, you selling? There's still the I didn't, peddler. I didn't, I didn't saw him on the on the tra- on the trailer. Yeah, yeah, but, but or the or game maybe game. I, I missed him. Yeah, yeah. I think pinaki um in a glimpse pinaki. I don't he was there. Yeah, he, he was there. What are you buying? The list, all, 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 all of the original characters from the RE4 was there, but um, it was um in the RE community right now. Um, they're asking why is Krauser not there on the trailer? So some of speculations, like uh, maybe Krauser was ano was cut off the characters. Let's. I mean, we're, we're just speculating, but let's see. There's a second. Maybe they're after. saving us a surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. they cannot show everything in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. Well, we we can say it's just a glimpse of the um, basic game. Are you talking Maybe about the Western is there as, as well? Maybe they're saving. Oh? Uh, they are hiding Albert Wesker in the shadows. Is Albert <laughs> Wesker in the original re- on the original game as well? Hey. Yes. He was? Oh, okay. Yeah, even but yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Wait. Um what? Wesker? Wesker isn't in the four. In, oh, I he think was. he was in separate okay. ways. In separate ways because yeah, of Eight of Wolves. Yeah, but right? but not in oh, but, the but not in the main but not in the main canon. Not in not the main, main story. Game. Not in the main story, right. Uh, anyway, let's see. Let's uh let's see if there's another uh uh trailer for that. Right, right. All right. Anyhow, so there's a second um, second coming or um, there's a second trailer uh, for a survival game and it was a long overdue then, right? Also a long overdue game, which is Silent Hill. So what's the uh, what's the tagline for this game? Silent Hill, the hills are alive. The hills. <laughs> so basically Silent Hill 2 remake is for it's just like a remake of the Silent Hill 2 game. Is this another remake? Uh, this is a remake. Yes. Yeah. Another remake. Uh, wow, okay. So then have you played this game? The, the, uh, the original what, Silent game. Hill ever? No. To be honest, not even the first one. I mean, I, I've, see, I, I've seen glimpses of it. My, my younger brother played all of, the, uh, all of the Silent Hills and the Resident Evils and all. Uh, and I just stood there and watched. And yeah, it, it, it was uh, the games were terrifying uh, in their own right. It's a very much different ambience compared to the Resident Evil. It, it established itself uh, in its own way, and I can respect that um, rather than rather than uh, going with the tropes of zombies. This is more supernatural than anything else. Uh, than anything else. 
uh, they played Silent Hill games are somewhat psychologically psychological horror. horror yes, kind of a horror game. Yeah. I've I've been playing this on my streams. Like I've been playing Silent Hill One, Silent Hill, yeah, the recently Silent Hill Two and Three, and basically the the Silent Hill series are somewhat. Not kind of uh, in the middle of a horror game, but a psychological survival. Uh, Sir right. Carlo is asking to all of uh, to all of us here who uh, who were able who were able to play the games. Should he play the original Silent Hill two before playing the remake as a noob? Uh, Sir Ray, you play the game. You should play both, but it depends I, on the uh, but it depends. Um, on the remake itself, because some remakes doesn't uh, um, have cuts. Like for example, Resident Evil Three, they cutted the clock tower scene, right? So okay, let's see. True. They don't. They don't include everything from the original yeah, they don't content. Include everything. How about you, Sir JTM? I have played Silent Hill Two before. I think that was 2007 when I bought the game. Uh, uh, no, 2008, and um, it was a really good game. I really like uh, psychological uh, survival horror games because it's like um, it's like watching um, a movie like uh, Shutter Island and somehow like a Twilight Zone episode. It's like it really. Um, you need to analyze everything. You, it sometimes it it had twists in the story that that are unexpected. So I really like that in uh, in movies or video games where you see a lot of um, twists and turns. Thanks, Sir J- uh, Sir JDM. How about you, Sir Dan? So considering. Uh, the first two games, uh, the first Silent Hill games, one and two, were limited by the technology of the time, and then, then this remake comes in. So, what would you advise? Uh, what, what would you advise to Sir Cardo, who has, uh, who's, a, who's a complete noob onto this? Would he go straight to the remake or play the original first so that he, he has something to compare with? Personally, I'd, I'd go straight for the remake myself because um, I've not played much of the Silent Hill series, but what I had played, I struggled to get into because it was quite old school and clunky. Uh, that you know, It was still, at that time, really finding its feet mechanically. Um, and I think that the remake will... Uh, address a lot of those issues I, I i hope so anyway i can't i can't see it not doing because i think it'll feel too out of place uh, in modern gaming if they if they just leave it out how it was so I'd, I'd probably just wait for the remake myself right thank you sir dan how about miss charlene if uh, if konami's gonna say that this is a shot per shot remake of the original would you go straight for the remake or still play the original shot for a shot <laughs> It's just graphics, and uh, it's just improved graphics, but basically shot per shot still there. I would say I would go for the remake version because it's way more high definition than the original one. Because the original one has a little bit blurry side back in those days, so I would suggest That's that true. one, the newest version. Mm-hmm. How about Miss Eileen? Original 
or remake considering the graphical limitations of the uh of the previous years compared to the technological capacity that we have now for me personally i would go for the original because i would like to see how or i would like to compare the two also i would not want to be shocked when i try to play the remake first then go back to the original because like Sir Dan said old games could be clunky so i don't want to be shocked with the awkward gameplay if i transfer from the remake to the original makes sense makes sense apparently the apparently the uh, to the um big changes that they're making with the remake is that the um the uh, redone the voice acting uh and mm. they've also reduced a lot of the fog there's a lot of fog in it you couldn't see that much so the medi uh, so you can appreciate the uh, the environments a little bit more if if there's one thing that i can probably say in regarding with the original versus the remake and this is just me in regarding with horror games in general for me the more it looks real the more it looks tangible the more fear you feel you know what i mean mm-hmm. if it's an 8-bit 16-bit 32-bit it's all pixelated then you can pretty much tell your brain's telling you this is this is not real anyway this, this is just fake you your your brain is not really uh it's not really adjusting the feeling the ambience of terror but knowing that it looks real to you that it almost looks as tangible as you it looks like a human uh it, it looks like a human figure the scenery looks so realistic then you can you can immerse yourself being in that environment especially if you're going to play it in the dark so the more realistic it looks the more it tricks your brain that it it is real it's 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 happening if you are there so it, it adds more to the psychological terror and with silent hill what i like with silent hill they don't play music as much as they it's silent hill for a reason they they know how to use silence and when to use the music uh, at the right times so it's not more about jump scares there are times that uh nothing is going on all you can hear is just uh just the peter patter of raindrops uh your footsteps the rustle of the leaves nothing and then when there's something going on and then boom it, it will just hit you well that's for me anyway Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, we makes have, sense. yeah, we have different perspectives on how we can uh, differentiate the two. It's either remake or uh, OG one. But the thing is, I'm looking forward to this game because Ko- Konami is recent from the dead. You get my point? It's Konami. I trust Konami. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been what? 20 yes, years? I love Konami. Yeah. Between Konami years. and Capcom, I lean more on Konami. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I- yeah, that's it. Uh, it's it's a big showcase. Uh, it's a um, it's a big um, survival horror game showcase last week. So yeah, as as for this date, um, the yeah the village, as you can see this, the Resident Evil Village Gold Edition was um, released. Yes, uh, yes, um, last October twenty. Yeah. Year. And this, yeah. this, this, uh, this, uh, yeah. this year. Plan. Uh, this oh, yeah, no, no. right 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 uh, the uh, village right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the oh, the gold edition uh, oh. the gold edition so the dlc of um shadow of rose was uh, uh was added at the same time the third person view was also added at the same time 
the mercenaries has um, has ads on. It's a good survival horror uh, month for you us. You can see Lady B. Thank you. Yes. Huh? What? <laughs> you can see Lady uh, B. Mod, mod type, I, I guess. A mod? mod? Type. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to pay extra, I might as well. Yeah, Alright, so uh, thank you for the panel for their inputs in regarding with the latest trailers about the Resident Evil 4 Remake and Silent Hill 2 Remake. So we will proceed now to the main crux of the show, the hidden gems, the games with horror elements. So um, for this particular episode, we will go in random, but to give ourselves some time to prepare our minds for this particular episode, we will, uh, Sir Joel prepared his own, uh, uh, prepared his own input in his hidden gem. So we will do his first. Uh, so he sent us a video in regarding with his hidden gem horror game theme game of choice. Hey guys, Joel here. I know that the topic today is horror games because it's Halloween and all, and I would probably have put out one of the usual things like Clive Barker's and Dying being a first-person shooter written by Clive Barker himself, the author of a few books, a few horror books. And of course, there's uh, Frankenstein Through the Eyes of the Monster, which stars, of all people, Tim Curry of Rocky Horror Picture Show fame those of you who in, who are familiar with horror movies and horror games would be familiar with those but i wanted to throw out something a little different today i am throwing out a game called the sims 2 for psp wait 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 you know don't go away yet the sims 2 for psp is a horror game in the sense that it does have elements about horror that not everybody might be familiar with. The main character, your sim, the one that you create, travels through, through, uh, through the country and comes across this town called Strange Town. I know, it's, you know, people would say it's strange, but no, it's actually founded by this guy called, whose last name is Strange. And unusual things start happening in the town, like, a giant green diamond floating across the sky going over people and controlling their actions or you coming across this guy who strangely looks like will wright the creator of the sim series having built a robotic wife and your job would be to reassemble the parts of the wife once she gets dismantled and of course there's other horror themes in the game like zombies popping up from the ground that you have to whack on the head using a shovel or a night beast running around the streets of a particular part of the town and you have to figure out what who the night beast is and what their identity is by zapping them with a taser that you have to build overall the sims 2 for psp is a very good entry into the sims saga for those of you who are familiar with the sims like my wife and my daughter they absolutely love the sims as a game because it's a life simulation you have these little people running around that you often control with your either your controller or your keyboard you issue commands to them and they do things according to your whim now the sims 2 for psp 
has been modified so that it's slightly more mission-based this time so that you're not too free-flowing with your actions. There are certain missions that you have to accomplish, like banging zombies on the head, getting rid of a ghost that lives in your house, um, finding out the, the, the identity of a of a beast running around the city and terrorizing people and of course there's cultists too who want to recruit you to their cow-based religion i said that right cow-based religion <laughs> so yes the sims 2 has all of these elements you know horror type elements which was very surprising to me and luckily enough the sims is a is a family-friendly enough franchise that you don't scare your family members who are easily scared, like my wife and my daughter, Alexandria. They absolutely hate horror games, and i that's also one of the reasons why I haven't really gotten into horror games. So this is a very good introduction to The Sims Saga and to horror gaming in particular. Very, very left field, I know. It's not something that you would be familiar with if you were a horror gamer, but surprisingly so much fun honestly everything that you've come to love with the sims is there like building not building your house but putting up furniture inside of the house that you acquire um, getting to know people having conversations conversations with them and then winning their hearts over to you using either chats by being friendly you know being intimate with them uh, you can actually start having relationships intimate relationships with your sims or you can even intimidate them by be, by bulking up your sims body and then bringing information from them another thing about it is there's aliens there's vampires you would not normally expect horror elements in a sims game but there they are so honestly this is my hidden gem recommendation to everybody for this Halloween season. If you guys are looking for a game that is lots of fun, has horror elements to it, and you can play while on the go or sitting down wherever, I would highly recommend The Sims 2 for PSP. You can hunt down a copy, you can, you can put it into your PSP, you can download it from the Vita store, PS Vita, it actually runs on PS Vita also. And you are going to have a grand time with The Sims 2 for PSP. Especially in this horror month of October, Halloween. So, back to you, Jo, and I hope to see you guys again on the next podcast. See ya! Oh my god, family oriented game indeed. <laughs> Thank you for that, Sir Joel, throwing us a curveball right there. So his hidden gem, horror, ga a horror themed game of choice, is Sims Two. Any of y'all saw that coming? No, no. I'm actually quite surprised of that one. I don't know why it come out all of a sudden. And this is Sir Joel we're talking about. <laughs> and that's a hidden gem. And that's a hidden gem for him. All right. <laughs> So, um, thoughts, everyone? <laughs> Anyone? Uh, uh, I've never, I've never, I've never played any of the Sims games. My ex-girlfriend used to play them, uh, and they used to keep her out of my way. So, so that's that's as much as I know about them. But I am as shocked as everybody else that he's, he's picked that. So uh, I take my hat off to him. <laughs> yeah, well, well. <laughs> well that's stupid, Joey. 
<laughs> that's our job. He, he, he's the connoisseur of the obscure. Yeah. yeah. That's what we, that's what we call him in um in I like his, I like his angle on it. I do I like yeah. the fact that you would not think of the Sims 2 uh, as anything remotely to do with horror. And it, yeah, it has like he's just explained there, he's got some good horror aspects in it. So uh, fair play to him. It, yeah. it fits it it fits to our theme, so I can I, I cannot deny that. So <laughs> how about you search yeah. him? What can you say? Uh, I I played uh, Sims 2 before on the PC, but I did not expect any like uh, a DLC that includes uh, horror or horror oriented in the game because um, what I saw from before, what I got was the party uh, university, something like that. But I never expected a horror uh, DLC for the game. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? So DLC. Oh, yeah. the, was it a DLC? Or was it a DLC? Because the one that I played was in the PC version. Okay. Because Maybe to be honest, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, How about uh, you, sir, right? uh, mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Just speechless. Uh, <laughs> How about me, Charlene? Thoughts? Um. I'm kind of speechless with the last part there that it's seen, but basically what I see here that um what I played I used to play the Sims back then um the PC and the mobile version, but most likely yes it is a DLC pack though it's an emulator based on my perspectives, but not that much of a Sims fan though. <laughs> How about Miss Eileen? Thoughts Sims Two, and you're one of those followers. Of Sir Jobo, so yes. what say you on this game? I have to say I'm actually surprised by that because I was able to play Sims 2 on the PC lecture like JDM here, but that one that Sir Joel showed us was on the PSP, right? So the I PSP. did not know yeah. there are horror elements in that. And hearing what he said, so it looks like that's the origin of the green diamond and everybody's heads on the Sims. So that's yeah. I, I was actually yeah. surprised there's a backstory on that. So a really good pick from Sir Joel there. I thought that was just a cursor. I mean, nothing else. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was just a cursor uh, that identifies your character, nothing else. <laughs> I mean, I didn't Genius realize it's something else. Yeah. There's an explanation for that. Well, anyway, that uh, so that seems true. So, uh, so who's next? So we got this randomizer right here, and I'm going to share this one. Uh, so we'll know we'll have a uh, we'll have a fair shot um, <laughs> on who to uh, on and who will go next. Um, okay, how am I? All right, here we go. So I'm gonna um, share a share screen. Sharing a share share screen. So I'm gonna, yeah. Oop, I've been blocked. Anyway, <laughs> I'll just show it to you guys. <laughs> um, uh-huh. It says here, Sir JDM. Oh, Sir, Sir JDM will be uh, will be the one sharing next. All right. So, my um, horror um, hidden gem is going to be the game called Hell Knight or Hell Knight. Hell Knight or uh, in Japan. So, Hell Knight or Dark Messiah in Japan is a first-person survival horror game released, a, uh, released by Konami 
in Europe and Atlas in Japan it, around I think 1999 I'm not sure but it was a first uh, person uh, sur- survival horror game so um, what makes it survival horror is all you have to do is run you don't have any means to fight the um, enemies you just have to run away from them so you don't get killed and uh, gameplay wise it looks like if you're familiar with the um, from software games uh, called uh, Kingsfield and Shadow Tower it's like that um, you're like in a maze and you just wander around you have this monster and a cult cultist following you in the game so the setting yeah that's the first very first monster that that guy that's the first uh, jump scare in the game he looks like the he looks the he looks like a deformed humanoid with scales and actually those monster monsters are former humans who were uh, mining below Tokyo um, I believe they're mining for ore deposits in a in an old Japanese um, underground fortress called the mesh and most of the miners like they got infected um, I'm not sure what um, exactly happened but there were documents in the game that um, described the the um, enemies were infected and they developed these scales uh, scales in their uh, skins and they become these um, uh, horrible monsters uh, underground so yeah um, the setting is in subterranean Tokyo um, you are this person there was no um, description whether the protagonist is a guy or a girl. Um, all I know is that they are students. Um, uh, what do you call this? Um, you were involved in an accident in Tokyo, train accident. Then uh, when he woke up or when she woke up, she re- she met this another this. Uh, other character called Naomi um, they were trapped inside this um, underground it's like a maze or something like that it's a big fortress uh, this one this first part is the sewers um, below that is the subterranean Tokyo uh, it was built by the Japanese around World War II and um, after that, it was abandoned. Then there were these cultists who went under, uh, went inside the the fortress, and they were like um, doing sacrifices. They were kidnapping people from from the surface. And along the way, you will meet um, other characters um, like this character called Kyoji Kamiya. Um, who was a serial killer and he's just wandering around the mesh that's what they call it the fortress it's called the mesh 
and he was like um, looking for something or I think he found peace inside the underground that's why he was he's in there and you also have this character called Leroy Ivanov um, he's a Russian sh- soldier um, he was um, deployed to a mission underground by Russian forces to hunt a monster the ones that was uh, shown earlier um, and then there's also a character called Rene uh, I forgot he, her um, last name who was a French journalist she was looking for like stories under like urban legends under the um, Tokyo underground and there were also uh, cultists there below they were look they are looking for someone called the messiah dark messiah so they keep kidnapping people from the surface and like offer them as sacrifice to call their god so-called god or something and uh what i like uh this game is um it's really like a survival horror game i really like survival horror it's like um silent hill but you don't get to do anything because you just run away uh, just like in silent hill shattered memories you just uh, hide from the monsters and there's no real battle mechanics but what you can do is you can disrupt enemies for a short time by pushing a button um you have um the car- characters earlier that i mentioned you can have them as your partners so if you have them as your partner you can press this square button to um like shoot the monster or throw a grenade or something like that to disrupt the monster so you can have enough time to run um but you can only do that for at least four or five times throughout the game so it's really hard you really need to like familiarize the map and the surrounding so you don't get cornered by the monsters um but um the good thing is every level there's only one monster that's um chasing you around so it won't um like be able to flank you like there's another monster on your um um towards you then there's someone behind the back there's so there's only one so you just need to familiarize yourself with the map and you must use your sprint um button but you can you can only sprint for about 10 uh 10 seconds then you will need to like recuperate first before you can run again and it also has multiple endings depending on who's your uh, partner throughout the game so i finished this game around high school and i still have the bootleg copy of the game here and see this is the one i used to finish the game before here and yeah this was in my i think i was third year in high school when i finished this game you see this you can you, you will know it's a bootleg game when you see this like logo here called the players <laughs> so that's it oh my Great. god so i'm actually seeing the footage so uh that sergeant from before most likely he was a ghost from world war ii 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember him. Right. Uh, yeah. You need to uh, like uh, he will give you something like oh some sir documents. I was yeah some documents that you need to give to right. a person then when you come back he's not there anymore. As Then much as I ha- as much as I don't like dungeon crawling games, what's uh, what's good about putting this kind of mechanics in uh, in a survival horror kind of situation is that's the claustrophobia, yeah, uh, the narrow space, uh, the narrow space, and there's no other way but to go forward, and your eyesight will always be focused Limited. straight ahead. The anxiety of what's going on at the back. The anxiety of what's going on in your side, nothing. Especially if you're alone, traveling uh, the the dark corridors of of the tunnels and close wa- uh, close walls like that. Uh, it kind of adds to the to the paranoia. Um, uh, how about you, Sir Dan? What can you say about this game that Sir JDM has mentioned? Yeah, it's With a total new one. This is a total new one on me, mate. Um, it looks it it does look like it's um, got a very um, Uh, what's the word? Enveloping uh, atmosphere. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I actually really like the uh, the style of, of artwork it has because um, even though it's you know that that kind of dated PlayStation era, which hasn't aged well in in a lot of games, because it's an horror game, it gives it a kind of more um, claustrophobic. Um, appeal so it's it's it, it adds yeah, it's, more to the imagination yes yeah exactly mate exactly i mean i, I quite like old school dungeon crawlers like this uh, I, i i like um games like bard's tale i don't know if you've ever played bard's tale but it's, it's similar uh, in that respect so i'm used to those type of games um and this is one that um that definitely you know i i, I could see if if i managed to get my hands on it i'd uh, i'd probably quite enjoy it so i yeah i appreciate that recommendation jd right Thank you for uh, thank you for that, Sir Dan. How about me, Charlene? What can you tell us about this game that you are seeing here for the first time? I reckon. Well, for me, I would say this is the first time, and this game actually makes me feel, to be honest, a little bit dizzy because of the platform. Because <laughs> it's like a maze. It is a maze. Yeah, it's an actual maze, but it's pretty cool though. It's like uh, you're actually um, having more clues how to find your way out. Of this game to survive and stay alive. That's the thing about mazes, especially if yeah. the game, uh, if, especially if the game has its uh, has a mechanic that if someone is someone or or something is chasing you, mm. right, and you don't know what's going to pop up, yes. or all, all of a sudden, right in front of you, you, you don't know. Yeah, we're so not sure. About not that. only you're 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 scared you're scared out of out of your wits. Have I have I been have I been have I, have I been here before? Like you don't know if uh, if you're you're if you're aimless. You don't know which way you are going. It adds yeah. up. It, it ramps up your uh, the, the scary the scary factor. Yeah, right. True. Uh, who knows that you might end up in the wrong way or you will die. Yeah. Right. Uh, because every corner you're like you need to like strafe if you know strafing in yes. uh, Doom games and Quake uh, <laughs> yeah. you 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 may do a lot of strafing and there are also instances that you will encounter um, instant deaths because it's not just the monsters mm. who are chasing you it's also <laughs> the <laughs> like that guy <laughs> who the hell was that what? <laughs> seriously? He just popped up Yeah, 
they will just pop up, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's not like you can see them approaching you. They'll they just show up. It's like jump scare. It's like jump scaring you. Yeah. How about you, Miss uh, Miss Eileen? Um, I actually have seen Sir JDM stream this game before, and I have to say it's really amusing because I'm used to dungeon first person dungeon crawlers, where you can actually kind of see the end of the hallway. But this one, it's all dark, so it's it adds to the horror of the game, the suspense. So it's really a good recommendation from Sir JDM. I think I'd like to try this one. Oh, by the way, Sir JDM, does this game have a map, or do you really have to remember where you have turned? Yeah, it has a map system, but uh, you it's need useless. to explore it. <laughs> it's, it's useless if you're like you need. You really need to explore the maps. Uh, there's like you uh, need to like, find uh, the map first. <laughs> yeah, you need to explore the whole area first before you like discover. But there's uh, there are rooms where you can use a key card to like see um like an overview of the map, but when you see it um it's like just it's just a map that you see uh here's the like the the people's quarters here's the bar and something like that but when you um leave the room and you look at your map it's it won't register there you so you just need to like memorize what you saw on the map then explore around so you will discover oh so this is the uh, where this uh, person is living or something like that so there's what, a lot of what he is saying is i mean you need to make your own map i can <laughs> i can play this without a map honestly i cannot play this survey can play it map. survey is used to these kind of games uh, and it's a fps game uh, i have some fps sickness so it's a good game, I guess. It's a good game, but I cannot play this without a map. One thing mm. is for sure. Uh, Sir Jansen mentioned there Shadow Tower and King's Field were the original Souls game, and Echo Knight. These are the ones that really need a remake. All right. So thank you for the panel for um, for their input, and thank you for Sergio Dem for sharing his hidden gem. He, uh, and this game it was uh, that. Death Knight? Hell Knight. Hell Knight. Hell Knight. There you go. It's Hell Knight. So, the next one. I hope you can see this. Yes. So, Sir JDM is. is oh, well, There's transparency. <laughs> All right. So, who's next? Who's next? Drum roll. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Eileen. Apparently. Oh, me. <laughs> Yay! 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 Okay, so I have one main game, but I have to mention two in passing. Um, let me share my screen first. So my first game is actually... Well, I haven't finished this game yet. I actually just started this before. It's I'm not sure if any... Maybe many of you know the remake or the modern ones, but it's called Alone in the Dark. The Alone in the Dark. Alone yes. in the Dark? Never heard of that game before. So there is a modern game of that. And what I'm about to show you is the old version. Not sure if it's registering on your screens yet, but there's the dust there. Um, I remember Sir Josh saying earlier because uh, saying earlier that he feels the horror if it's realistic. And I have to say on this game, even if it's just see it's so 
the edges are rough. It's very old, early 3D games or era. But this is actually quite suspenseful. So there are blue. <laughs> so yeah, it's still horrific. Even if it looks, honestly, it looks bad. It does not age well. So that's Alone in the Dark, the first game. There's actually a trilogy of that. It's available in GOG. And my next game in passing is Guacamele. Has anybody heard of that? Guacamole. Guacamole. So it's like guacamole, but you're throwing guacamole at people. And yes. <laughs> so it is a Metroidvania game that has inspirations from the Mexican culture, most especially Dia de los Muertos. So we are talking about Halloween, and I thought. The Day of the Dead, yes. Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. I miss Coco. Uh, I cried. Yes, that. There, I was about to say. <laughs> Because of Coco, this actually has a lot of elements. Like, uh, if you remember Coco, yes, the marigold flowers, the ofrenda, the there's uh, there are skeletons here. You can actually switch from the world of the living and the dead in this game. This is a Metroidvania game where you can also have upgraded skills. Um, I think it's here the. I'm trying to look for it very quickly. There is the statue, like in Metroid, the Juzo. Where you get the Your character is a lucha libre. You're a wrestler, right? <laughs> uh, yes, he looks lucha like a uh, luchador. Lucha a luchador, because, yeah. Luchador. Because this, this is basically Mexican culture. So that's mm-hmm. a horror element there. The enemies are skeletons. So if anybody's interested, uh, this is an indie game. Yeah, there. You can actually wear different costumes, and that's an alibrije. Again, if that's you remember skin. Coco, that's an alibrije. That's a wrestler. That's a that's king from that. King, king, king. Oh, oh, there. Oh, yeah. I missed the yeah. reference. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. There. Those are my two games in passing. Just want to mention it very quickly. Alone in the Dark One, um, DOS and Wakamele. It's actually available on various platforms. You can find it on Switch. Actually. Windows, Xbox, PS4, Wii U. Not sure if the Wii Store is still working. <laughs> but then, hey, my... okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Carry on, carry on. So the hidden gem of choice is Typing of the Dead. Yeah. So my hidden gem of choice is Typing of the Dreamcast. Dead. Dreamcast. Ooh. Yeah. Not sure if many of you have heard of this game. Hey, hey. So this is. An old game from Sega, of course. Old. Uh, the first release of it was on the arcade. So, if you're wondering how it looks on the arcade, this is it. I have a picture here. I've tried to play that because of you, Eileen. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy that. I'm very glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm joy. Um, that's my pastime actually. Yeah, thanks. Oh. Of, thanks. Thank you for that. Uh, the the DL and uh, the link that you gave to us and the GC. For those of you who are trying to be call center agents and you really need to work on your typing speed, this is <laughs> this is a good exercise <laughs> for you guys. <laughs> so yes, this is what the actual arcade console looks like. There are two keyboards there. You can play versus and you can play as co-op in this game. So this was released in 1999. On the arcade, 2001 on the Sega Dreamcast. Then it was ported onto PC on in the year 2000, and surprisingly, the PlayStation 2 on in 2004. 
So going back to the gameplay. So this game is basically House of the Dead 2. It's just turned into a typing game. The goal here is to kill enemies, of course, but not through shooting, but by typing. So, so if any of you have played House of the Dead 2, the plot is AMS agents were dispatched to discover, or not discover, but to investigate a zombie, at, uh, a zombie outbreak in Venice, Italy. And here they are trying to go through various stages, seeing and trying to save people. Unfortunately, that one did not survive. So what you're seeing is actually one of my previous streams. Um, you can play this game in very easy, easy, normal, hard, very hard. Um, uh, just want to let you know that my previous job involves a lot of typing, so that's why I love this game. <laughs> and I typed, I played this game on very hard, albeit quite and struggling. <laughs> yeah, so here, uh, well, it's just one of the stages, but there are actually drills at the beginning of the game. You can choose arcade game, story mode, and then drill mode. You can focus on weak keys, then you can see it ranges from letters, words, then phrases, and long sentences. This is quite a fun gameplay, and the type the type of typing depends on the boss actually sometimes and also you need to save people like that try to type faster then quite surprisingly each type of zombie has their own names <laughs> I, I can't remember the name but that yeah, those have their own names then also oh my god you need to type the, the entire the apostrophe it will hurt my hands. Are those <laughs> words random? Are those um, phrases random, or it's the same in the playthrough? They so if you're playing it on the, if if you are playing this on a keyboard and you need to type in the apostrophe, then that means you need to what? Uh, you need to press shift and then press the apostrophe key. You have to in this game. You you don't need to type the spaces or observe well, the. <laughs> caps the uppercase lowercase but for yes for punctuation marks you have to you have to type every punctuation and you need mark. to type in the, ca the capital letters as well of course <laughs> um fortunately not in this game but there's a remake i'll go to that later very quickly <laughs> later but right. fortunately in this game you don't have to observe the lower uppercase so what i was saying earlier there is variations depending on the boss so the this one is a boss you can see and they have really weird fun sentences like this one i wish and i had a lot of friends that might be fun but then so this is very hard most of that those are long sentences they they would be shorter if the it's on very easy mode is <laughs> it really necessary easy. to put in the period <laughs> yes yeah is it, is it really necessary the question mark the <laughs> Was it really, is it really necessary? You should try to you should try to get, you know, play this, Sergio. <laughs> uh, what year was this released again? 1999 on the arcade. 1999 on the arcade. 99. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Sir Dan or Sir Carlo can answer this. Um, did the Dreamcast came out with an actual uh, railgun? Uh, I, we, we didn't get one. Not in the UK. No. Actually, there I mean, is an official gun for the Dreamcast. I, I mean, I'm definitely sure for a third party, uh, a third party company might have 
released one because you you got House of the Dead yeah, because yeah. that's a Dreamcast game. But a Dreamcast game, uh, gun was made in, uh, that you could buy, but you didn't get one with the system in the UK, right? Oh. I, because I imagine I, I, because this was uh, this is well this is from the um, from the annals of the of the ASRB, and Sega was a little bit adamant of releasing their own official gun again because of the whole. Um, because of because of their whole debacle with the US government at the time so they're they're a little bit apprehensive of releasing guns so I'm not sure if they release an official gun and and my conspiracy theory uh, dictates me that this is probably one of their uh, one of their workarounds uh, sure well, if yeah. we cannot have a gun that's fine we'll think of something else for people to play this kind of uh, to play this game so how about we use something else if we cannot yeah. use a gun sure why not how about something more educational they want educational how about we use a keyboard go yeah it's <laughs> their, their way of trolling them isn't it really it's uh, very very clever but they did they did have uh, they did have the dream blaster um, and I think that were Sega, I think that was Sega's official one. Uh, Sega didn't make maybe it in yet. Japan, but not in the US or the UK though. Say again, buddy. Uh, maybe in Japan they released like an official gun, but I'm not sure if it's if they re- released one on the US and the UK. I think the, I think the Dream Blaster got released in the US. I think if I remember right, oh, I might be wrong, I might be wrong mate. I might be wrong. Um, hmm. And there were there were several um, unofficial ones. There were I remember there being a virtual blaster. Uh, and a Starfire Blaster as well. The, the, uh, Sir Carlos said there is an official light gun uh, for the Dreamcast. Okay. So that'll be... I keep on thinking, was there a light gun for the Dreamcast? <laughs> because I because I remember a light gun that was released for... that was made specifically for House of the Dead. But yeah. I didn't realize that Sega released their own official one. Yeah, that, that, that would have been the Dream Blaster. That would have the death of the dream blaster yeah 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 um how about sir uh sir jdm what can you tell us about what you're seeing here typing of the dead uh yeah it's i think it's very educational and you're having um fun at the same time maybe i um one day i will let my kids play this game so they will learn to type uh, faster than me hopefully because like high I think school English, <laughs> nouns, <laughs> adverbs, adjectives, punctuation, <laughs> syntax, <laughs> and yeah, and it will like help them spell um, uh, words correctly, right? Because in That's the age true. today, um, more um, children are like doing shortcuts, and if they have this game, they will learn how to spell the uh, words correctly. Uh, Dad, can we just use a gun? <laughs> right. How about Sir Dan? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is a new one on me, totally. Um, typing of the dead, I'm totally not aware of it. Um, it uh, it just looks really interesting and and just you know, it's just a. Cr- I'm still getting my head around the idea of it. You know what I mean? Um, I think uh, I think Sir Joe's right. This could have been Sega trolling. Um, <laughs> Uh, 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 you know, officials with with their let's let's not shoot people, you know, and um, Sega's way of, of basically taking the piss out of them, which I think thinks brilliant. So it looks a very interesting game. I mean, is this the only game that Sega released that uses a keyboard? 
I, I can't think of many to be fair, mate. I, can't, I, um, I can't think of anything else, right? I can't. I can't. The, 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 I mean, I, I dare say there will be more because. Yeah, I doubt they would have made a keyboard just for one. But yeah, I weren't interested in yeah. You know, when you're a kid, you you know you don't you're not bothered about a key, keyboard for a console. Here. You, you know you're like that's for all that's for educational games, like you say. So I didn't I didn't really pay much attention to them. If I saw anything like that, I'd just be like not bothered. Oh my god! I mean, can you imagine playing Duck Hunt with a keyboard <laughs> <laughs> like this? Right? Uh, how about me, Charlene? Well, basically, I'm not familiar about this game, but I would say it's a uh, pretty hardcore, though. It's quite confusing. Two keyboards. I can't even usually type that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not can't really even, good. You can't even type right on your own phone keyboard. <laughs> no, no, not, 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 not like that. I mean, um, I can't even type while playing the game. It's a, like it's literally really hard. It will really hurt my fingers because. My fingers are a little bit soft. <laughs> How about survey? I don't know. So it, this this Boy, is nothing for survey. I'm enjoying this. Nothing. <laughs> I'm enjoying this game. Honestly, yeah. And it it will enhance my typing skills. Multitasking at its best. Multitasking at its best. So if <laughs> so if survey will going to uh, stream this on his uh, on his channel. So one <laughs> one camera will be on the keyboard. <laughs> Let's see how fast he types it. Actually, I'm trying. I'm trying to stream this. This typing of the dead. Somewhat, my um, there's some glitches, pa. So eventually, I'll um, if it runs runs smoothly, I will stream this. Don't worry. Can you, I mean, I'm not sure if you can you really stream this because so definitely you're if you're going to play this on what on an emulator. So for people who are planning to play this on an emulator. Most likely, Miss uh, Miss Ellen was able to do this on an emulator. Were you able to oh, play this, this on an emulator? Actually, it's actually it's an app or right actual now. Well, actually, game, actually app. Oh, okay. So you don't have, you don't need any emulators to run this. It's an app. No, I mean, if you if if people are going to play this on emulator survey, do they need an actual keyboard? I guess. How can guess. they? <laughs> how can they type, right? No, I mean, how it's almost like you're you're going to uh, you're going to change the settings or the inputs. Yeah. I mean, definitely. You would have to, because this is actually a Windows game, so there's no emulators involved. Ah, Unless right. you're going to play the Dreamcast version, that I am not sure how you can emulate the Dreamcast version. Oh, see, that's but that's what I mean. So this is basically the Windows version. So definitely, it's it's designed to be play, to be played with an actual keyboard. So I'm not sure about the Dreamcast one. Yes. But interesting game nonetheless. All right, thank you, uh, Miss uh, Miss Eileen, for that. Next on our next on the list. Okay, so who is next? Drum roll, please. Ha! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. first. Well, All right, okay. Miss um, Charlene is going next. Okay. So, uh, what I'm going to be discussing here is about Monster Party. Is anyone actually familiar with this game? Monster, Monster Party. Party. Yeah. Is that the um, is that the um, uh, the mascots from the cereal boxes? Um, not sure of that. This is actually the first time I've heard about this. Um, the Frankenberry me... Count Chocula. <laughs> Count Chocula. <laughs> I'm not sure of that, but 
As you can see here, yeah, it's like this. It's a story about a boy named Mark. Yeah, this What was back it? released for Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. This is on the NES version. Actually, it's also oh. released as well at the Famicom. This was released back on North America yeah. 1989. This was by Bandai, uh, Bandai itself. Bandai. Very curiously, this is actually a platform game based on having some among players. So it's based on a homage uh, to parodies horror pop culture. So featuring enemies. Locations, ho classic horror icons, and also periodic reinterpretations of this game. So most likely, um, this boy over here, um, this young gentleman named Mark, uh, um, helped this kind monster over here so hard. So he will have to defeat some monsters, evil monsters, of course. So good versus evil. So. The monster tried to emerge himself with Mark, so he transformed himself into a monster. But not particularly, uh, I'm not really sure about this game though. So, so there's a lot of monsters like uh, Frankenst uh, Frankenstein's vampires, Grim Reapers, dragons, zombies, spiders, medusas, mummies, a whole lot more platforms. So. I'm not really sure about this game though. So this technically, this is the first time I play. I heard about this game since the NES. Most likely this is not really that much popular, so it's not shown up around the world. So it's like limited. So I can see in that platform. So Mark here and his weapon here is just only a bat. <laughs> so you can see he's holding it right now. A bat. That's what his weapon is. Try to defeat an enemies with a bat. I'm not sure why. If you guys actually own an NES, I'm not sure how much would that cost and technically some people never knew about this game so basically it's like hidden not that much popular so far these days yes what are those i'm not <laughs> sure though it's like but those it's like, legs <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm not pretty sure about these legs guys <laughs> these legs here is like um i'm not sure frog legs there you go this is what he transforms into a monster do you uh did you ha have you actually seen guys the first from the main storyline there that's the actual monster that he emerged but this time it's color green so the other monster where well, there's color pink or magenta or something so i'm not sure of that <laughs> If any of guys you're not actually familiar with this game, though, so you you can try watching that on YouTube, like this one. The basically the platform, actually it has like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight levels of the game. Basically, it's more like a dark world. I'm not pretty sure about that. So, does anyone actually have questions about this game? It it looks to it me like it's a bit. A bit similar to Wonder Boy three, slightly. Um, you say you get changing to change into two monsters. Yeah, no. Basically, he can only transform to one monster, and that's one. that one. It's okay, no worries. It's only one monster though, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure why his weapon is the bat. Well, based that's his. He can only fly. I'm not sure if he can slash. I've been doing some research from that earlier. I'm not really familiar with the game though. Basically, it's really creepy. It's like bloody, blood skulls. They're zombie dogs. As you can see, they're at the bottom. They're giant eyeballs moving around with tentacles. <laughs> you know? It they're looks like, like the trees uh, have these scary faces. Yeah. More likely, this one it is can, like a um... jack-o'-lantern. 
It kind of reminds me of um, I see uh, I see some hints of ghosts and goblins here. Mm -hmm. Am I right, sir, Dan? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. It's got it's uh, mm. it's got a ghost and goblin stroke, ghouls and ghosts stroke, um, Wonder Boy yeah. structure to it. So uh, it's uh, the only. I mean, the main difference here is that the weapons obviously a, a close range. A melee weapon in this form, mm. um, as opposed to Ghost and, Ghost and Goblin, which is usually a throw. He does have a sword in it, so uh, it looks interesting. This one, definitely. Yeah, I'll have to give this one a bash. Yeah, I have to look. At, I want to try playing this game sometime, even in an emulator. Maybe I should try doing that soon. <laughs> this is the first time, to be honest, I've seen this game, but not technically that much popular though. So basically, it's like limited. All right. Um... For JDM, any thoughts about this game? Initial um, impressions. It reminds me of uh, the game Splatterhouse as well, of the because of the like the background, the environment, and the monsters. You have this, and if there's one thing that I notice, it's awkward how he uses the bat. It's like mid, yeah. <laughs> it's like right. midway. Um, it's like level to his hips, so yeah, kind of look awkward. I, yeah, I know why. I don't know why whether his bat's the weapon. Any any kind of side effects? It's like you're hitting a baseball bat. I'm, I'm hitting a baseball itself. Um, maybe that's the only weapon that you have in hand. You know, the yeah, equalizer, the defender. <laughs> it's, it's the like a small, the, uh, like small the, bat. The easiest weapon you can get. Yeah, that's right. Well, you can't use a fire flower, obviously. You can't use a <laughs> knife. <laughs> you can't use a lance. You can't no, use a shield. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, other platformers already had those. So, not. True. I mean, not a lot of characters uses a bat when they fight. Yeah, not all of it. Even if you're fighting against zombies, of course, <laughs> you might use a bat for use as useful. But you're not really fighting zombies here. I mean, you're you're fighting. Uh, you're fighting other creatures here. Yeah. It, the level design kind of reminds me of Contra, kind of uh, hints of Contra, hints of the Goonies, hints Ninja of the first mm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. The first one, kind of. I, I mean, I, I see some resemblance there, here and there. Like it's a um, it's a it's a hodgepodge of uh, a very uh, hodgepodge a mixture of all of the NES uh, platforming games. Mm, I see adventure platform <laughs> games. Yeah, basically, yeah, it is like Contra though, but like a different platform. Yeah, it's like you're already in the ghost house or in a castle, defeating all monsters. <laughs> I'm not sure if this has an arcade version of this game. Oh, you, 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 you should have played Dark Castle. <laughs> There's a game <laughs> called Dark Castle. Now that's one shitty game. One of the worst really? games ever made. Seriously? I, Dark Castle. I, oh, Dark Castle. It's, it's good to play for a laugh. Um, for a laugh? It, yeah, it's great as hell. It's, yeah, it's so, I mean, it's so I mean, bad. Mm, right. Uh, right? How about you, Sarah? That. Uh, Miss Eileen, what can you, uh, first impressions about this game? Um, before our podcast, I was able to watch a few video clips of this game before. Um, I find it interesting because one YouTuber pointed out that this is like a Jekyll, Mr. Jekyll and Hyde. 
Yeah. Oh, no. 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 There's the weird yeah. thingy Stop where you wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Tempura, right? It's a little bit creepy and it's weird. I don't know why putting food there as a floating Can we just onion rings. Give this chase rings. Onion ring. Makes me feel just hungry rather. again. Yeah. Is that onion rings? Yeah, it's right. like an onion ring. Now it's a churro. Uh, no, it's not even a churro. It's not a churro? No. No, it's, it's uh, not a fish sticks? Looks like it's on a stick. Yeah, fish Maybe. sticks? Fish on a stick? Not sure. Deep fried. <laughs> yes, Deep fried. fried. I find the chosen monsters here amusing. Yeah, it's a little bit weird though. This game is a little bit <laughs> less half creepy and a little bit weird. Putting food. Floating There's food. a there. The fish is yeah. the upper part. Yeah, the fish. <laughs> fish legs. With a fish <laughs> in the legs. <laughs> fish legs, yeah. <laughs> Remember that yeah. one. How about you, Sir Dan? Any other impressions about this game? Yeah, yeah, same. It's, it, it looks like a traditional um, action platformer and uh, it's um, it, it reminds me of those games that we, we just mentioned. Um, it's, uh, it's yeah, this is one I'll, I'll, I'll give a bash at some point. I think it's uh, I think the, the, the transformation element is very interesting. I'm a big fan of the um, Sega game Wonder Boy Three, um, where you can transform into about I think it's four or five. No, it's been more than that, five, five or six different creatures, um, and just having that element adds a lot to game to the gameplay. So uh, yeah, it looks good, and, and, it, and obviously the fish heads. Anything that's got fish heads in, like the fish head song. I don't know if you know the fish head song, but um, anything with fish heads in is always a winner for me. Anything with fish heads. This is a reverse mermaid, so it's <laughs> so we have a, a uh, fish yeah, for the upper half. And She's got the fish, fish legs. parts at the wrong end. Yeah, fish legs. A, re a reverse mermaid. Yeah. Well, right. at least in this game, we got fish and chips. <laughs> oh yeah, vision chips. I remember that one. Right. I remember that one. I said. How like about Sir Ray? Uh, first impressions about this game. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit on the weird side. <laughs> Lost for words, Sir Ray. He's there muted. we go. He's <laughs> you're, you're muted, Sir Ray. Yeah. Lost for words again. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's a weird game, but eventually, it's like yeah, it's like a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's kind of it's a platforming game, right? It's a platform game. Yes, it's a platforming game, but a little bit um, creepy and weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. Basically, it's a well, horror well, game because of a fish that has legs and what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, you know what, guys? It, it also reminds me of uh, Castlevania Two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, it's a nest game. Quest. It's supposed to be like that. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Get another her another shitty game. <laughs> 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 shitty NAS game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, thank you for that, Miss Charlene. Oh, you're welcome. Um, here comes a new challenger. <laughs> <laughs> a new challenger approaches. Um, we got uh, we got Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Jeepers Say hello, guys. Uh, hello, Jeepers. hello, guys. I'm uh, Page Jim Quartz. Sorry, I came in unannounced. Uh, hello. 
I'm just excited to share. He's the delivery boy of pizza wood. For a second, I thought he was a hunchback. I'm sorry. It's the merchant from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. I thought you were a hunchback. I don't have any proper costume, so yeah, yeah, I'll just do this. No worries. Okay. All right. So since Mr. Page didn't require, has graced us with his presence. How about you do your uh, your hidden your hidden gem, sir? Okay. Uh, now that uh, uh, boss uh, JD one two three go uh, mentioned uh, Hell Knight and also mentioned Silent uh, Shadow Tower and Kingsfield. Silent uh, Knight. <laughs> yeah, Silent Knight. Holy <laughs> <laughs> Knight. Yeah, uh, I, I, would, uh, I would like to introduce this game. Uh, this is from a Sega Saturn, uh, which is called uh, D. This one, this one here. D. Oh. D. Yeah. This, not to be confused with initial D. Yeah. This and is not yeah. to be confused with Lady D. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, <laughs> okay. this is called D or it's just D. D or D no Shokotaku on on Japan. D. Yeah. Dino Shokotaku. Nakakashokot, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a Saturn game that uh, that is Ooh, also supported okay. for the PlayStation. Yeah. And this was released in 1995, uh, developed by Warped. Uh, uh, if I can show you how, how this game works. Uh, okay, uh, this is a first-person uh, movie, uh, uh, adventure, adventure game, uh, horror. Just like uh, Echo Knight, uh, with puzzles, cutscenes, and also there's also quick time events. Uh, also, there's also a time, there's also a time limit on this game. If you if you didn't finish it on let's say two hours, uh, the main character will will die. Yeah, and also yeah, the the story of this uh, starts with a with a massacre in the hospital. Uh, who, uh, the perpetrator was a well-known doctor, and and then her her daughter Laura uh, 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 went to went to the hospital, and then she got teleported to to his father's realm. Yeah, and as the game progresses, uh, she'll encounter some glowing bugs that revealed some of her old or erased memories, and yeah, and. Uh, this also has a uh, what do you call this a a sequel on Dreamcast, but yeah, I, I never played the the sequel as well. Yeah, yeah, as you can see, uh, yeah, that one's on the hospital scene, and there's that uh, some uh, wormhole that ooh, that engulfs her to to a mansion that is also like. Uh, castle, yeah, that that one, yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of a slow pace when 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 walking around, yeah. But yeah, for me, as as I encountered this uh, on the on on the first gameplay before, uh, yeah, this is this is a a real uh, frightening, uh, scary game, a real horror game. Unless unless you don't understand japanese yeah oh yeah uh anyway there, there's an there's an english version for this so you can play it with 
on the English version, I think it has three CDs for the PlayStation, but on Saturn, it only has two. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, for spoilers, the third the the letter D stands for Dracula. Ah, of course. <laughs> this is this is very much um, inf- well influenced. Yeah by vampire unto d isn't it it's got you know there's that connection there uh i'm not sure if there's connection on there but uh yeah have have you uh since you're a sega fan uh, have you played this uh sir dan this is this is not one i've played myself mate i have heard of it um it's um i didn't realize that it got a, a mechanic that you could have to finish the game in a certain time period. I think that's very interesting. Um, yeah. But I've not actually, I've not played it myself, mate. Okay, uh, so, so yeah, there, there's this, that, there's that glowing bug that, that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, so those bugs uh, re- revealed some of her uh, erased or old memories. Yeah, as as, that, uh, as, as, uh, as the story progresses, you'll, you'll encounter more and more of that flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, for spoilers, that that is her mother. That was her mother. Is this uh what well, is so definitely not a Japanese only game? Yeah. So is there uh, is there an English voicing dubbing or just yes, playing yes, in Japanese? Yes, yes, yes. There's there's uh, there's an English version of this on on the PlayStation and on Sega as well. Oh yes. So the English version of this game is what? This diner, am I am I correct? This yeah. diner for the English. No, the, no uh, in, in English it's just D. Yeah, just D. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, it's just D. Yeah. Let let the letter D. Yeah. Wait. Ah, okay. Because there's also a game for the PlayStation One and Saturn Vampire Hunter D. And then there's also yeah, initial yeah that, D. That, that's a different. Uh, that's a, <laughs> and there's that's a, a lot different. of D's. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of there's too many DDs. <laughs> there's a lot of DDs, huh? Uh, for the best of the pattern. It will make me um, who are slightly inspired by that because Vampire Hunter D is called D in that because he's is uh, connected to Dracula too. That's correct. Yeah. What does this game remind me of? <clears throat> um. It kind of reminds me of the first Resident Evil game, kind yes. of, in in terms of setting, but in a first person uh, a first person perspective. Yes. A lot of a lot of full motion videos. I can uh, I can I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And again, um, another dungeon um, another another dungeon crawling mechanics uh, of a game. Yeah. Lots of close walls, of course. Uh, we mentioned earlier claustrophobia and all that. So, what is exactly is she looking for in this game? Like, what? Uh, uh, she's actually looking for her father on, on this on this her father on this game. Yep. Yeah, the father is also a murderer on the on the hospital. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my hidden gem for for this night. So, it's, so this game has what? Um, is she fighting some creatures or just like keeping herself alive because there's a lot of booby traps or yeah just like uh just like echo knight uh, there there aren't many uh enemies on, on here except for the one that that's us uh, an armored uh an armored knight on on some floors yeah but 
other than that there's not, there's none there's none it's it's just uh it's just the just just like that uh, uh walking walking around solving puzzles yeah yeah so it's basically it. just you um like exploring a haunted castle or something or, yes, or some yes. sort yes no. yes yes just exploring just exploring trying to get yourself out keeping yourself alive yeah. hoping to find your hoping to find your dad yes all right yes. uh miss uh miss Eileen first impressions about this game oh, oh my god like to say that Well, there is like a lot of shock factor in this game. Like every yeah. because this is FMV, so there's a lot of cinematic um, parts of this game. So it's like also watching a movie while playing. Yeah, quite a nice yeah. way to tell a story. Right. How about Miss Charlene? Any thoughts about uh, first impressions? Well, about this game. It's uh, basically a hidden clue game, as I can see it myself. And also, it's just like um, one of the booby traps over there, or like from Saw. If you are guys familiar with Saw already, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. One of the traps there I am familiar is about Saw. That's what I can tell in my perspectives, though, since I this is the first time I've seen this game. How about you, Sir JDM? First impressions. Um, I actually saw uh, Jensen play this in one of his streams. I think in the um, PRG page. Uh, it reminds me of the game called uh, Black Dahlia, but that one was an F uh, FMV movie, just like the X Files game, where you point, where you just point and click. Uh, it's a point and click. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. But this one is animated. So um, Black Dahlia is was a PC game. Um, it's FMV, so there are actors who are playing um, these characters. And one of the most uh, memorable character is Dennis Hopper. Is uh, one of the supporting characters in the game. And it also um, Black Dahlia reminds me of the game called. Um, the X Files game for the PS One. I have it right here. The one nice. I have the set here. Yeah. This is the like um, the PAL version of the game. It's an FMV game, so point and click. Uh, you play this um, uh, detective. Uh, I forgot his name. He's looking for he. The protagonist in the X X Files game is. Um, not fuck. Um, what's their names again? Um, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully, Scully. but it's a yeah. different character who's looking for Fox and Mulder, uh, Mulder and Scully because um, they were missing. So their like director is looking for them. So these characters uh, assigned to look for them and. It looks kind of like this game. It's not like um, Hell Knight where you could like wander around. This one looks like it's um, if you're familiar with rail shooters. It's like this game. You have like a right. predefined direction where you should go. Yes, yes. It's not like Hell Knight where you could just go around. You can turn wherever you want. So it's like this game. Maybe I'm going to. Uh, Try check this game out next time. 
uh, Sir Dan, looking at this, uh, looking at the gameplay that um, that they're that we're being shown right now, it kind of looks like a, an interactive movie. Like you're you're playing in a first person view, and then it shifts to a third person view. Like you're watching a movie, and then it goes goes back to a first person shot. Very interactive. Like you, like you're going somewhere, and then once you're You're going. The, you're going in the right direction, and then the camera shifts around to a third-person view, and then goes back to a first-person view. Kind of adds more to the to the uniqueness of the game. What? I, yeah, yeah, I agree, mate. And and that's a very very good point, Joe. Um, I think um, the the general rhythm of the game as well as as you're watching the movements um, is quite disorientating. And I think what you're talking about is part of that. You know, the way she's walking forward, bouncing, and things move around, and then it's in and out of those two views that you're speaking about. So um, it, I think that probably actually adds a little bit to the um, unnerviness um, of, of the whole right. thing with that one. Because with the first, uh, with the first Resident Evil games, uh, with the first Resident Evil game, when you open a door, you just see a door opening up by its own. Here you can actually see your character moving the doors, moving on the drawers, looking at it like you're there, like you're playing the character, and then it will remind you that you're just playing a character. It's not you playing the character, yeah. Because it yeah. because it plays because it plays like uh, first person, then third person, first person, then third person. It's, yeah, I think not a lot, not a lot of games do it like this. It's a very it's a very unique way of doing it, definitely, and. Just watching it, it, it you know, I'd, I'd like to see more of that. I, th I think that's a very uh, um, absorbing way of, of, of presenting a game like this because you know you don't have to use any skill. You know, it's not there's no skill involved. It's all no solving it mentally. So there's no reason why it can't do that with a view. So that's a very good point, mate. Um, nice. Between the between the Sony PlayStation and the Saturn, which has the more allure, like. Are they just are, are both versions played the same, or is there any caveats between each uh, between each one? Yeah, as I as I played both games, I'd say it's 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 just the same. It's just the just same. same as 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 PlayStation. Yeah. Ah, uh, so no um, no graphical no graphical differences in, in yeah, regarding yeah. with Sega and PlayStation. Yes. Right. All right. Uh, thank you everyone for their inputs and thank you for Mr. Pedgini Required for joining us for this evening. Uh, this diner or D, D no Shokutaku uh, yes. in Japan. So thank you, thank you, Sir Pedgini Required. Okay, thank you. And next up, who is next in our uh, <laughs> on our Wheel of Fortune? So <laughs> let's see. So we still got uh, so Miss Charlene's done. It's just Sir Ray, me, and Sir Dan. All right, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Here we go, here we go. Drum roll, please. Up. Oh. Won't you know it? Okay. Sir Dan. There we go. Okay, let's see what it Finally. is. Finally. <laughs> right, Sir Dan, Jen. what do you have in store for us? Okay, I'm going to give a, a shout out very quickly to quite a lot of games. This was a really hard one to do. I couldn't believe how many I, I come across. So, Just very quickly, um, the new Sega Mega Drive Mini. Hey. Hey. Uh, and, and on that, you have Splatterhouse 2. 
so the, uh, the Splat House series um, was quite big back in the day, but obviously as time's gone on, it's uh, been forgotten about a bit. Uh, I also want to give just a verbal shout out to a few more Mega Drive games that I suggest anybody uh, checks out. The brilliant games, and that's um, Decap Attack, um, Undead Line, uh, and Castlevania Bloodlines. Um, they're all fantastic games, uh, but they're uh, they're. Uh, yeah, again, forgotten about a little bit. Uh, a Super Nintendo one I want to give a shout out to is The King of Demons, or Mayo, which is um, actually, to me, it's the best Castlevania game on the Super Nintendo. I think it's better than Castlevania 4. It's a great game, so definitely check that out. Um, and then just a few visual ones to show you here. Um, the Darkness on Xbox 360. Um, the Darkness. Really, um, yeah, it's, it's a really good for, again, a fantastic game. Uh, First-person uh, horror shooter. Excellent, excellent voiceover work. Excellent action. One you might like here, Sir Joel. Shadow Hearts Covenant. Oh, yes, of course. Ooh. Yeah, Shadow basically, basically, it's not part of the Final Fantasy series, but it's the best Final Fantasy game, in my opinion. I think it's a, a an awesome, um, a dark, horror-based JRPG. So that's one to check out. Uh, and then finally, more modern one, the Sexy Brutal, which is um, very—it's uh, basically uh, uh, you—it's you, you, Sexy set, Brutal. The Sexy Brutal. It's uh, how sexy uh, is sexy, sir? Dad. Oh, it's sexy. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not as sexy as you in that wig, mate. No, uh, no of course, sexy as you in that wig. But it's that uh, is—I'll be honest. It's, 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 um, it's just a murder mystery game. Uh, and oh. there's no, there's no, there's no nudity or anything like that in it, unfortunately. Uh, but it's a great game. So I just, I just thought I'd give them a shout out, um, just because they're all fantastic. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I didn't know what to pick. But I've gone with the 1994 UFO Defense. Or UFO, UFO Defense. Yeah, or UFO Enemy Unknown. It's mm. the, um, it's the first game in the XCOM franchise um a lot of you will probably know the xcom franchise from xcom enemy within which is the reboot of this game and xcom 2 which was then the sequel released in 2017 um this is a science fiction horror game uh released in 1994 and it was released on pc on dos uh, and i think it also got uh, an amiga port too uh, and then a few years later, I think it got a, a, a pretty bad PlayStation port. I remember playing it and, and not liking it. Um, um, but but uh, this, I mean, the modern games are good, but this this reboot's really, oh, sorry, this original is really where it's at for me. Um, it's about aliens that are trying to infiltrate Earth and, and take over the governments one by one. And your job is, uh, is to run a special organization that prevents that happening. Uh, you're funded by the government, so you've got to be very careful of uh, which uh, countries join sides with the aliens. Uh, and like its reboots, it's breaking down into two sections. You've got one section that's a, a, a tactical uh, turn-based section and another section that's real-time management of resources, such as finances, bases, um, soldiers, um, weapons, etc. Um, the, the tactical battles the real meat and potatoes of where it's at um but the the resource management is, is a lot of fun too 
Um, and I'd say that, that this is now an hidden, hidden gem because you know a lot of the people just just talk about the um, the new reboots, the new games, which are great in themselves, are really good games, but they're very simple. They're really really simplified. Whereas this old school one is really deep. It's got ten times uh, more depth to it than than the uh, new games. Like the new games, you can only have. We start you start off with four soldiers. Um, that you can have in your squad and you can tell that up to six whereas in the old games you can start off with 14 soldiers and take it to 26 so it, that gives you an idea of how much more depth and much more scope this old game has um, and what makes it so so good from a horror point of view is it is just incredibly tense it is absolutely on the edge of your seat stuff because every single step you make you can you, you can be taking a shot from out of somewhere you know you can you can have a, a chrysalid alien appear from out of nowhere on top of you it's one of those games that in one minute you you can look like you're dominating the field and and and, and, and armoring everybody and the next minute an alien's one alien's popped in it's killed a human impregnated it with an, another alien that's multiplied and you and it's that's repeated and before you know it you've got four or five aliens around you and you're getting wiped out it's it's just a, a really um atmospheric as well game too it's got super like a superb um just vibe with with brilliant music and a, and a brilliant um like well, how do i how would describe just just an atmosphere just just the whole the entire atmosphere is is is, is it feeds into that tension, um, and, and for me, this is actually this is one of my favourite games ever. This this is this is going to be easily my top ten games of all time. Um, and I think if you if you enjoy strategy games, uh, turn based strategy games, and you enjoy horror games, this this is the best. So this is UFO Unknown. Yeah, U, UFO, and it it, 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 it it had two different titles. It had um, UF, sorry, UFO enemy unknown in um the uk and it had xcom ufo defense everywhere else oh, XCOM. Ah. Yeah. So XCOM. This, is the, this is the first xcom game is there any reason why for the name change um i, I don't think the word i just i just think um yeah i just I, i've no idea about that to be honest mate i've no idea xcom okay, what, 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 what you're seeing here is this is all your resource management. This is you know you're, right, you're, right. you're moving, you're moving your, your, your your weapons around, you're, you're scouting, you're researching. Um, so this is this is all your your side content. Um, it's when it get it when it gets to the actual battles itself. Um, I don't know if you, if you skip ahead in the video if you if you can find find a battle where, where they're actually fighting. Um, I mean, this seems to let's have a look. See this is so this is it here. So that's your battles. So you're running out here. Uh, and um, if you play the XCOM games on the modern consoles, um, basically it's a lot, lot deeper, a lot more um, intense and complex versions of that. Uh, and as you can see, it's quite dark. I mean, this is a nighttime mission they're fighting, um, but it's um, it, it, this is the way the tension comes from. Like, like you, you're moving your vehicles around, you're moving your people around, and you've got uh, aliens tucked away in the shadows. Ready to blast you from nowhere, and it just—it's just a really, really tense game. So it's more of um, what do you call this? Uh, so it's more of an influence with the RTS kind of games. Yeah, it's not a real-time strategy because it's—it's it's done in turn. Not necessarily. Yeah, it's not unlike game. Starcraft or, or Red Alert. 
No, because I mean, it's, it's not. It's, it it's has its elements, yes, but it's, it's turn-based. You, you, the the real-time element. Um, you know, it, in this game in particular, it, it's it's you take a turn, the enemy takes a turn, um, uh, and and between that, the humans have their turns. Oh. You see, whereas. Um, Obviously, the real-time strategy. Move. They, they, they did make a real-time version. They, they had XCOM Apocalypse, which is an excellent sequel to this um, that came out a few years later. They made another sequel to this called Terror from the Deep, which wasn't as good. Uh, and then they had uh, XCOM Apocalypse, which what did have real-time uh, aspects. You could do either real-time or turn-based, and that was another excellent game. Looking at this game, I think it's uh, I think the suspense and the thriller aspect of it comes from because not everything in the field map is being shown, so it's just random whether you're going to encounter the aliens or not. Yeah, yeah, and it's what it does is is it's through that it sets up some real horror moments. So as you can see, you know you can't really see much. You're inching, you're inching forward, you're inching forward, and then suddenly you're surrounded by two or three aliens, and you, 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 you're thinking you're on top of things. You're thinking I'm there with five guys, I'm going to hammer these, and then suddenly, boom, you're not. All these aliens appear out of nowhere. The wipes out half your squad. You've got what one guy to, 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 to finish them off, and it's just, it's um, like I say, it's, it's the it's the tension of the game that, that really does it. So do they just do the aliens just show up? I mean, looking at the gameplay, uh, the uh, the aliens are not there. So do they just like uh, do, do they just show up, or if you bump into something, then then you'll fight them? Well, it's your it's your job to scout them out. They are there on on there the map. There you go. They are they are there on the map, but you've got to, you've got to find him. You've got to, you've got to scout them out and find him. Um, so you've, it's just a case of when it's you know when it's saying hidden movement, that's the, the aliens there killing civilians. So you need to get. Oh, that's what it's for. Like it's, it's, it's found one there, but you can barely see him. And this is not a night mission. You do get day missions where the, where they are a bit clearer. So it has missions. So uh, does the mission? Does the uh, do the missions include like uh, obliterate? I mean, annihilate all all of the aliens, or depending on the mission, like. Go yeah, risk a death, retrieve that, or yeah, it's it's very it's very similar again to the modern um, XCOM reboots, where you have terror missions, where which I think this is a terror mission where the um, the aliens um, terrorize a local neighborhood or terrorize an area, and you have to save the civilians. Uh, you have missions where you have to infiltrate the uh, aliens' lairs, and you have missions where you have to capture their uh, spacecraft. Uh, and and, and uh, salvage resources, so you get the, you get different types depending on what's happening. So it, it has some different kind of missions. Okay, yeah. so it it keep uh, it keep things interesting. Yes. Um, so JDM, what can you say about this game? First impressions. Uh, I have actually played this game back in uh, in my elementary days in the nineties, but I didn't really get the hang of it because I'm not really good with strategy games but I like the concept of like um, collecting resources and it has this sci-fi um, theme because of the aliens and that's one of my favorite um, themes when it comes to movies and books so I also played um, it's similar to the ones that I have played. It's called 
um, Deathlock to the Shrine Wars for the PC. It's also a turn-based game. Uh, you have this um, option to choose from an alien race, and you have to like uh, eliminate all of the um, enemies in the map. And you have to collect resources. Then you have to build your armies, and you have to feed the population. You have to keep them safe from anime attacks, something like that. So I might try to check this game out again. Maybe I will learn um, more things about it, and maybe enjoy it. Excellent, nice one. If you if you do, mate, and you need any help, give me a shout. Sure, sure. So it is um it, it, it's a different it's a different kind of um um uh, it, it plays in a in a survival horror but in a different mechanic so to yeah. speak yeah. unlike unlike your third uh, unlike your third uh, third person shooters your first person shooters it plays just just as the same but more on a top down uh, more of a top down view isometric view miss uh, miss Miss Eileen, what is your first impression about this game? I have actually seen this game played before on stream because my friend loves this game. So, though I do not know the mechanics, I have quite an idea of how it works. And I have to say, it re- reminds me of the game Evil Genius, if anybody knows that. it's uh, Well, that one is real-time strategy, but the resources management reminded, reminded me of that game. So, it, I have to say, the thing is quite intimidating because of all the menus but uh, i think it has a lot of things to work with yes <laughs> yeah. so then is the learning curve quite steep on this one or yeah i'd say I, 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 I was the same when when i, when I um, first played it um i actually got it on discs um, that my friend pirated with the copy of tie fighter and i put it on him the first two or three times i played it, i thought this is this is crap i can't i can't <laughs> understand it i can't get into it it makes no sense but I kept, I kept playing it, uh, and it didn't, it didn't take too long. I think, you know, three or four times after, I was like, oh, yeah, this is really addictive. And then I got into it and got into it, and, got, and I'm like, flipping it, this is amazing. And uh, and I've probably put more hours into that game now on Steam than any other, other game I have on Steam. Um, so I, I think it is, I, I, I think it's just one of those games that um, you have to exper- you have to not be afraid to experiment with when you first try it. Um, to get a feel for everything, um, don't be afraid to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> spend, spend all your money, get yourself killed because you're going to get killed anyway because it's an hard game. Uh, and then once you've got the hang on it, you'll really enjoy it. This is the kind of games that Sir Joel likes, you know, yeah. um, like uh, economical, financial, resource allocating kind of games, making sure that everyone is staying alive, not because of the enemy. But within as well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miss Charlene, knowing what you know now, this is not a game for people with a- with ADHD. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> no. What, eventually what is your not. impression of this game? Um, I would say it's a pretty good game. You can collect some items there. You can actually, um, um, for me, it's really good though. The first time I've seen this game. Is it like a PC game or it's actually a console game? Yeah, it's it's a it's it's originally it was originally on DOS and um, it did get a PlayStation port, Mm -hmm. um, 
but I should imagine you should be able to play it in a lot of places now. I, suppose, I think it'll be on mobile phones and that now. I think um, mm. I've always played it on Steam myself. So mm, I see. I'll look up that day. I'll look up that day game. Pretty cool though. It's pretty Blast. awesome. Damn. All right. How about page name required? What can you say about Sir Dan's game? Okay. Uh, as a as a uh, RTS uh, enthusiast, yeah. Uh, I I. I'll definitely check this one out. Uh, the the first one on the building uh, the buildings uh, battle reminded me of Doom, uh, Battle of Arrakis. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I I really enjoyed the the, the battle scenes, uh, like uh, placing people everywhere, uh, uh, making uh, uh, surveys on on the area. Then uh, yeah. Uh, since I have also the remastered version, which I haven't installed, maybe I, I'll, I'll give it a, a try. A try nice one, nice one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Doom. A, a yeah. huge, huge fan of the original Doom games. Same, uh, same. Nice one, nice one, nice. So, nice, uh, nice. yeah, it's it's just it's basically that type of game, but turn-based as opposed to real time. Yes, yes, yeah. I'll definitely definitely see that out as well. I, I'll I'll look for the uh, the original one as well. Excellent. Okay. All right. So okay. thank you for that, Sir Dan. And that was XCOM uh, for the DOS game. So, well, Sir Ray's not here, so I'm, I guess I'm next. <laughs> so um, for my uh, for my hidden gem, uh, you know, I've contemplated on my uh, on my game for this particular episode. I'm an I'm an I'm an RPG guy. You, you, you know me. So and. And I'm thinking, okay, I'll stick to my guns. So, what are what what RPG games out there that has horror uh, horror elements in it? And one game came to mind, as far as retro goes, would be Kodelka, uh, released for the PlayStation One, and this was back in 1999 by the uh, by the game uh, by the uh, game develop game uh, game developer studio uh, called um, Sacknoth, and one of the uh, one of the developers of this game was Hiroki Kikuta, which oddly uh, oddly enough came from SquareSoft back in 1999, and he was a composer back in SquareSoft, and he wanted to branch out, and he wanted to make some video games for Square, and at the time SquareSoft says no. <laughs> uh, keep making music, right? So, uh, along with other fellow fellow uh, employees from Square, they uh, they quit and they formed Sacknoth and developed their first game, which is Kudelka. The story behind it is that um, Kikuta wanted to make an RPG that is. Um, that is not as associated with the uh, with the RPGs established by Square, turn-based and all that, uh, with, with all of the with all of the, fa- uh, the the fantastical aspect of it. You know um, how Enix and Square established the uh, the JRPG genre back in Japan. So the idea cultivated eventually. The setting was uh, a certain country in Wales, in the United Kingdom. You got your main character, uh, Kudelka, which is uh, a, a spiritual medium, a, a psychic of sorts, um, meeting two chaps 
James and Edward, and they're investigating this particular monastery in this rural country in uh, in Wales, and investigating the castle with and dealing with the supernatural creatures that dwells on that particular castle. It has four discs, and oddly enough, they play short. Um, I just played. I, I was able to finish the game, uh, the first disc, um, roughly in two hours. If you don't, I mean, if you don't spend your time in grinding, I mean, uh, in in dealing with uh, with random encounters, leveling 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 up your characters, eventually you'll be able to finish this game. What uh, in one sitting, in less than two days. If you have nothing better else to do, you can fin- you can finish this game. Um, with the first disc, I was able uh, I was able to finish the game in less than two hours, as I mentioned, and it, it was only a particular section of the monastery. The second, third, and fourth disc uh, revolves the others uh, the other sections of the monastery. It's just one it's, it's just one setting. That's it, divided into four, and you're fighting supernatural creatures. You're fighting poltergeists. You're fighting ghosts, you're fighting mummies, werewolves, and all that. And oddly enough, for a company who doesn't really like following Squaresoft's mantra, they did it in a turn-based kind of system, uh, turn turn-based mechanic. Um, I'll uh, I'll show to you guys. Uh, for all of you guys who haven't heard of Kudelka, uh, just a uh, just a forgotten. A very forgotten piece of game here and th- the reason for that is that yes uh Nem- kikuta for uh, for one he didn't really w- he didn't really want it to be a turn-based uh turn-based combat if you're uh, if you're going to play kudelka it reminds you of resident evil parasite eve vagrant story with turn-based system if, if you get if if you get my drift in a sense that you'll see the uh, you'll see the uh, you'll see the influences from all of those games. So your the way you move your character is just Kudelka, right? So the way you move your character is like tank controls, but unlike your Resident Evil, uh, when you press up, she just she just goes. I mean, she just she, uh, if, if you press if you press up, down, left, right, she just turns like that. It's not like attack controls that you need to press L1 or X just to just to move forward. No, so just move your just the directional just the directional buttons as is. But when she uh, when you will encounter some stairs, you'll just stop for some reason, and then you need to press X so you can climb up, and you need to press X to climb down. It's so jarring, which is weird. And the battle system is quite uh, it's quite frustrating in a way that you need a lot of grinding. Uh, you got magic, and you need and to level up your magic. You need to repeatedly using magic, and unfortunately, you so you got your HP and MP. If you're going to keep on repeating your magic over and over again, there's not a lot of items to replenish your MP. And for you to replenish your MP, it's either you find your your MP replenishing items, which is, which are very scarce, or you're going you're going to a you're going to the nearest save point. It has a, uh, the save points are are healing, so they have healing save points. There's also temporary save points. There are certain areas of the game where you go that just do an do an automatic save, like a temporary save, 
but if you don't do a permanent save then then you're pretty much screwed you're, you're going all the way back and with with certain characters you only got three characters so you got kudelka edward and james so kudelka is more adept with magic edward is your tank and james your all-around guy he uh, he's not as he's not as physically strong and he's not as magically inclined as well. So he, he's more of a middle. Uh, he's more of the neutral between the, uh, between the, uh, between all three. And it has three endings, as far as I know. Um, if if you if you get this special item in time before you reach the, before you reach the final boss, then that's the. Uh, so there's the bad ending if you don't get that item. There's the neutral ending. If you manage to get the item, but you fail to kill the boss. And there's the good ending. If you manage to find the item and you manage to kill the boss. As far as I know, there's only three. And it's it's not as popular because it, ca it came out in 1999. At the time, you got, uh, you got a lot of JRPGs to mention in regarding with the PlayStation 1. Konami has Konami has the Sukaden series. Capcom has the Breath of Fire series. Final Fantasy, of course. Uh, Star Ocean from Enix. A Valkyrie Profile from Enix. Uh, the, the Dragon Warrior Dragon Quest series from the, uh, from Enix as well. And of course, your mainline Final Fantasy. Not only just Final Fantasy. You got your uh, you got your your Mana series. Uh, Xenogear, Chrono Cross. So. It, it just got over diluted with JRPGs. So coming with Kudelka, yes, it's a nice, it's it's a it's a fresh kind of take because it, it it involves more in horror and not your typical Japanese horror. It's more of a Western style horror. And if you're going to play this game uh, in uh, for the Japanese version, whether you play in the Japanese version or the U.S. version, the dubbing's in English. For the Japanese version, you just have Japanese subtitles, but they play the same. I mean, if regardless if you're gonna play with a Japanese subtitle or not, it's, it's still in English dub. And for a and for a video game that is set on Britain, they don't really they don't really talk British, Sir Dan. They have a they have a very they have a very distinct American accent. Yeah. Um. So um, if I can probably show the game to you guys. Um, about Kudelka, it's right here. Uh huh. And another um, another good aspect about this game is that uh, the FMVs and the cutscenes with the dubbing, splendid. Um, they unlike your Resident, unlike the first Resident Evil, where uh, the voice acting is horrendous. They really they really took the time on doing this, <laughs> doing the voice acting right. Lots of dark undertones, dark and gray. If, um, and if you're going to play this on a, um, if you're going to play this on an emulator, it might bring out a little bit more color into it. But I'm, but I was playing it on the original PS One, on on the actual hardware. So it was a, little, it was too dark, like 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 Silent Hill dark. Oh, no, 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 not not even Silent Hill dark. Uh, like Vagrant Story Dark, you know that's her JDM. Like, uh, lots of dark, gray, uh, black, gray, and brown. Lots of that. 
And it's, uh, there are a lot of scattered items on the floor that you really need to be quite observant just to not miss anything. And there are a lot of missable items in this game, to say the least. Um, not a lot of save points as well. So I, I can list the good and the bad about this game. And a few, and yeah, among the reasons why it's a hidden gem is because not a, it's just oversaturation of JRPGs back in the day, back in, 1990, back in 1999. There's just way too much competition. And around this time, PS2 is already coming out. So it's, um, but as far as I know, um, Hiroki Kikuta had some, uh, on the release of Kudelka, uh, so he had some creative differences with his staff. He resigned, and then the team who remained on that particular company developed Shadow Hearts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the whole story of. Um, so if you want to have a backstory about Kudelka and Shadow Hearts, the, the backstage drama of the uh, of the mall. So yeah. Um, so they so the team still got their way. <laughs> going to shadow hearts they still kept the they still kept the the turn-based elements uh granted they spice things up with the uh with the judgment ring but keeping the horror elements that hiroki kikuta wanted so yeah that's my uh that's my game um kudelka all right so um i think that's it for for us uh i'm not sure if sir ray is gonna come up again so let's just do our shameless plugs um sir jdm where can they find you right so yes um you can catch me at my facebook gaming page one two three go and on twitch one two three go retro i usually play um, action games, stealth games, and sometimes modern games as well. And I also do music stream um, every Thursday usually. And yeah, and I hope to see you in my stream. All right, thank you, Sir JDM, the crow, <laughs> Miss Eileen, Ghostface, Ghostface, boo. So you can find me on Twitch. I don't have a Facebook page. And all my uh, Twitch videos are up on YouTube. I put them on YouTube. I do retro games, um, varying from DOS, PlayStation, PSP, Game Boy Advance, um, the old games. And then I also do art streams. And I still owe Sir JDM a Twitch emote. It's still a work in progress. So hopefully sometime in the near future, I can finish that. I don't have a definite schedule yet because of my work, but hopefully I'll be able to stream soon again. All right. Thank you, Miss Eileen. Miss Charlene. Oh, hi, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for joining in to the stream. If you can uh, do follow Honoko99 here, Honoko99 Gaming Studio, both Facebook and Twitch. So um, if you can see me stream here, I also stream retro games. So I'm usually a retro fan. So take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you so All right. much. Thank you, Miss Charlene. How about page name required? Where can they find you? Mm. Mute. <laughs> the merchant from Resident Evil 4. <laughs> what are you buying? What are you buying? Still muted. <laughs> Why are you still muted, sir? <laughs> Nobody can hear you. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> 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 Okay, okay, okay. Repeat, repeat. Uh, this is page name required. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and on Twitch. 
uh, usually I I also play uh, horror games, uh, uh, different genres, uh, strategy games, uh, whatever uh, we feel like it. Uh, actually, I haven't played that magic carpet yet on behind me. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I I'll be streaming also as well on Pinay Retro Gaming on on occasional. Okay, that's it. That's it. All right, thank you, Sir Page. Name required. How about Sir Dan? Where can they find you? Come and join us at the Facebook group, the Sega Genesis. Um, just Google Sega, well, Google Sega Genesis Facebook group, or search Sega Genesis in Facebook, and uh, you will find a lot of Sega Genesis content there uh, and Sega-related content. Um, come along, say hello, and obviously keep coming to to see Pinoy Retro Gaming because it's uh, it's. Um, it's you know I'm expecting to see a lot of my Western-based friends come more and more as we as we progress. All right, thank you, Sir Dan, and a little bit of thanks there down there to chat, Sir Angel Santos, uh, Sir Jano. Uh, thank you, Sir Jano. Uh, so sexy, so sexy tonight. Uh, Sir Ruven, Jose Chavez. Um, we were talking early. Uh, the last game we were talking about was Kudelka for the PS One. Uh, I apologize. I can't even share it on my screen because I'm using Firefox, and for some reason I can't even share the other windows. So that means I had to leave my screen just so, just so you guys can see the the footage, and I can't even control that. And Sir Ray unfortunately has some internet con- connection problems all of a sudden, so we, so our technical director is out uh, for the moment. Uh, we got Peter Lopez. Hello, hello. Uh, to you, sir, and hello all to um, Sir Peter says hello, Miss Charlene. Oh, Hi, Peter. Yeah. yeah, it's actually one hey. of my. He's actually one of my mods on my group page. <laughs> all right. Hello, so as for me, guys, so uh, you can catch uh, Timeless Gamer by going to our Facebook page. Uh, 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 by going to the Facebook page of Pinoy Retro Gaming, the archive episodes can be found at the YouTube channel. Timeless Gamer PRG for the audio versions of our shows. You can check them all out in Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. So um, I believe there's also a Halloween special uh, on the Quantum Bijuan podcast, but because of the current situation there in the Philippines, not all of the panelists are are able to to participate because of uh, uh, power shortages and internet uh, internet shortages. So I'm not sure when they're going to reschedule that, but uh, but be posted by going to the Pinoy Retro Gaming Facebook page. Oh, uh, Sir Pascal has um, has <laughs> has just uh, oh, has, has, has just joined the show. Yo, We're about Pascal. to end the show, Sir Pascal. <laughs> Sorry, Pascal. Uh, just like and that's it guys thank you all so much for staying here from start to finish and we apologize for not uh, for not uh, mentioning some of your hidden hidden gems in particular with horror themed elements there are quite a lot actually but we can only talk so much uh, so little time that we have here and as always our games and bodies may grow out of date but our gaming experiences will forever remain Timeless. Hey, Timeless. 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 Bye-bye, guys. See you next time. See you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.